This is Debo Samuel. You're listening to Roster Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the epic Roster Watch podcast brought to you by rosterwatch.com. I'm Alex Dunlap here with Cody Carpentier as we are getting ready to head off to Indianapolis for our 13th straight trip to the combine for all of Roster Watch Nation. I uh, see uh, Cody has a flash, <laughs> a flashing ticker underneath us. If, you, if you're watching on YouTube, certainly happy to have you guys here. If you could um, please like the show, subscribe to the channel, we would definitely appreciate that. If you're listening on the podcast feed, uh, we really would appreciate a five-star rating. Um, we're going to have a bunch of content coming out over the course of the next week, of course, from there in Indy. But we figured it would be fun to hop on today before we get into the weekend and getting all our affairs in order to get out. Uh, on on Monday, we'll be there basically through you know Monday through Sunday. Uh, figure we just kind of do a little combine t- combine preview. What do you think, Cody? I'm excited, dude. Um, I just got done working on this combine thing for the receivers. The thing we, uh, you know, you and Mike Band, uh, maybe you said Mike Band created it, but um, I kind of brought it back Byron to life again for last I mean, year. Yeah, Mike Band created the sheet, but right. She so created, we've been doing that. The you guys yeah. created the process. And I, I kind of brought it back to life a little bit last year, and that was when uh, Charlie 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 F and football was birthed. And I was just looking back at some of the results from last year, and it was like Tank Dell, Puka Nakua, Josh Downs. I was a top three outside of Charlie Jones. So I'm excited this year to see, um, you know, what receiver jumps up onto the top of that list, and uh, uh, when we're when we're sitting down there to, at Lucas Oil, the on field charting stuff. I think you did. I do that last year. I, I think I did. I, I did. It. Was, I did. Was just, I, okay. I just did it, and then I was like sitting right next to you, and I was asking you, like, "What do you think about this? What do you think about this?" Yeah. And like, I we kind of adjusted and stuff like that. So, well, I'll just say, you know, one of the things I'm looking forward to seeing there, for as far as the on-field drills, two guys as far as on-field drills that really excite me. One is Adonai Mitchell from Texas. Clearly, you guys know we we we're you know focused on 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 Texas for sure, um, doing some stuff for Orange Bloods, and also. Um, just being, you know, close to the close to the program here in, in Central Texas, but Adnai Mitchell, Xavier Worthy, both these guys you know, have some real storylines around them. But Adnai, in particular, I'm not sure how well he's going to test Cody. I don't know if you have any kind of takes about Adnai Mitchell's testing this week. To me, he's never seemed like a super, 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 um, you know, toolsy kind of guy as far as his attributes, as far as his general long speed acceleration explosiveness where Adonai Mitchell wins is you know the the way he sets things up with his stems his his footwork at his route transition point and most importantly we saw this year as Quinn Ewers you know was kind of developing a relationship with him because remember Adonai Mitchell had only been at Texas for the for the one season right coming over from from Georgia as a transfer so as those two were getting on the same page we really saw his ability to track the football uh, in these with these deep ball situations frame you know frame the football um, really address the football in the way of a you know, truly just you know, soft-handed, gifted wide receiver, and I, I think just in the context of the combine, wherever these guys are going to be catching footballs from due to, they don't know from Adam, and we've seen that. You know, it, it's a good group of quarterbacks this year, but we don't know who's going to throw. I guess that's probably another topic we can discuss. But 
you know, sometimes, you know, especially on the, you know, especially on the, the deep, on the go route and on the out and up and on some of these, I think Adonai is going to be able to show an ability off that like Daniel Jeremiah up in the booth is going to say like, oh, well, you know, will the real world applicability of what we just saw there is his ability to, you know, track the football to adjust to it in space and all the rest. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching Adonai on field because he's just he's really gifted at just kind of playing the game, although I don't know how well he's going to test. The other yeah. guy that's just interesting to me from the on-field perspective is is Lad McConkey, who you continue to rate so disrespectfully. <laughs> I think that I think Dude, you and I are just gonna, death I, of the class, man. It's a death what? of the class. Yeah, it's just. But Lad to me was I thought the best route runner at the Senior Bowl. And generally, when I think a guy's the best route runner at the Senior Bowl, that turns out to usually be a pretty good player. So I want to see more out of him. I want to want to see his routes, how he looks, you know, getting in and out of his cuts versus the rest of these guys. I just noticed such an economy of motion whenever we would see him in those drills at the Senior Bowl. But seeing him, you know, I think it's a little bit different. You know, no offense to the Senior Bowl guys because they were clearly some of the best of the best, Roman Wilson, all these guys. And to say that I thought that Ladd was a better route runner than Roman Wilson is really, really saying something, because Roman Wilson from Michigan was awesome in that regard too. But Ladd McConkie just seems to have a seems to have a, a burst in and out of his cuts. And like I said, the lack of wasted motion, that really makes me think that he's going to thrive in an on-field setting. And I'm excited to see it. I'm also excited to see what he, what he runs. You know, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if, he, if he's sub four, four, he's, he's, you know, he's got a lot of juice. I think that would help him out a lot. I'm excited. I think Lad McConkie is going to be an interesting one. We saw the route running already come to fruition. So um, it wouldn't shock me if he's aces uh, all of the on-field route running and kind of like Charlie Jones did last year. The one at receiver I'm looking forward to most, I guess, is Troy Franklin. He just, I, I, I don't know what it is really about him. It's the, the total package. I know we had the drops this year at Oregon, and, and that's going to be one thing. If he starts, I mean, led the country in drops with nine. If he starts dropping footballs at Lucas Oil with no defenders in the open field and drops a couple balls in the gauntlet, I'm going to be Quentin upset. Quentin Johnston. Quentin Johnston type of situation. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want that. I can go back to last year's, and, and there's some guys on this list that I came in high on. Jalen Hyatt didn't have a great day uh, last year at, at, during that. Jonathan Mingo didn't have a great um, process. Through the A.T. Perry was a guy that, you know, he ended up getting drafted, but he didn't have a great gauntlet, didn't have a great um, route process. So um, I think Troy Franklin's a guy that has boom-bust ability in these workouts, and I'm hoping he ends up in the top six, top seven. Um, we get them grading through here because he's a guy at 6'387 pounds. I've talked about it. He's an outlier uh, with that Marquez Wilson body type. Marquez Wilson, the only uh, from the Chicago Bears, was the only player drafted uh, with that body type. Uh, that was in the seventh round, I think about 2013 or 2017 by the Bears. So, can you explain that Troy, body type for people who might not know who, who Troy Franklin is? Six foot three, 187 pounds. It's just a very abnormal build. Normally, those guys that are about 187 are closer to six foot, 5'11. Um, you can think of Devonta Smith, who was, who was six foot. He was a little bit slimmer, 170. Um, but that's usually what that build comes with. And, and for me, the reason I, I bring up Devonta Smith is because it's kind of like an extrapolated Devonta Smith being six foot, 170, up to now six three, 187 uh, for Troy Franklin. Troy Franklin, we're going to see him in just a week. And and this guy in interviews and on the field, he looks like he's got muscles. He's got traps. He's got quads. He's got calves. He's got biceps. He's got muscles in spots that these other slimmer receivers don't have. And uh, another guy, I guess, in that same body type is like a Jerome Simpson. Just a, it, These guys are longer and taller um, than their body types are perceived to be able to accept. Yeah. So, Franklin, as far as your, as far as your on-field stuff now, as far as – 
just how you think dudes are going to test, right? So uh, another Texas guy is Xavier Worthy. But I think it's important to have the Worthy conversation. He's being taken usually in the second round of, of dynasty rookie drafts. Sometimes if it's non-super flex, you'll see him go with the one-two turn of these early ones. Yeah. Um, He's, I still can't believe that in Debbie last year I took Xavier Worthy over Malik Neighbors. It's just it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna haunt me till my dying day that I, that I did that because what you're seeing now is um, there's not a really there's not a consensus right now on Xavier Worthy, um, and we've seen that because Lance Zerline came out with his rankings pre combine. He has Worthy at wide receiver seventeen behind some dudes who yeah. I thought are kind you know. I wouldn't even put them in the same uh, ballpark as Worthy. I think Worthy's more of a top five kind of player in this class, top five, top seven, just because the electric speed that he brings, um, the fastest player on any football field last year, right? NFL or college or college football. What was it? 22.7 or 23.7 miles per hour on that, um, on that, on that, on that, who, who was that versus? Was it punt, punt return against Iowa State? Iowa State game. Yep. The um, I, I, but here's the thing: fast guys run fast, right? Yeah. And the scouts are going to always say fast guys run fast. They're not going to double count it if he goes there and he runs a four three three, a four three, you know, four something like that. Uh, I, th- I kind of think he needs to. I do think he has the ability to go sub four three. And if he goes sub four three, he does the unthinkable. He goes nuclear. We get some kind of four two seven, four two six, even four two eight. It's just I was talking to Anwar about this earlier today. It's like there's that psychological barrier right there at 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 four four three, right? It begins yeah. to become sort of unthinkable. It begins to become Henry Ruggs or um John Ross. You know this this type of stuff, and when we see that that kind of speed gets you taken in the first round, and so uh, it could really help Xavier Worthy from a draft capital perspective if he was able to do that. Um, I was looking at the odds earlier today, and I don't know if you know the name of the Miami wide receiver that transferred in from Louisville. Um, gosh, I, f- I forget his name. He wasn't that big of a con- uh, of a contributor this year for Miami. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can pull it up or just look at the combine list, and it'll it'll Jim, jog my memory. Uh, uh, let me just listen. Um, this is going to kill me to not know this. Let me just see. He's from Miami. Um, so what day are they doing? They're going. I'm just he's looking not here. On the list. He's not on the combine list. There's no receiver in the combine list. Hmm. Well, maybe I'm getting it wrong. Then he was. He was. Uh, let me just see. So combine. I was just. I was. I was looking at the. Um, I was looking at the fastest forty times earlier. So maybe this is. Um, let's see. Let me just look. So as far as the betting lines, Miami, Florida wide receiver, Tyler Harrell. Tyler. Okay. It says on the top. Okay. So it says on the, on the top here at Caesars, no players aren't guaranteed to participate in the 2024 NFL scouting. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't see him on the list. So, all right. So Ben, look, is Georgia wide receiver, Arian Smith on this, on, on the, on the combine list? No. Okay. What about Jackson Jackson State cornerback Dejon Warren? That is a negative. Okay, we know Xavier Leggett's going to be there. Correct. And we know Worthy's going to be there. Is Wiggins on that list? Nate Wiggins from Clemson? No. 
Okay. Let me see. There was rumors about him two weeks ago uh, having run. This came out uh, from one of the people working out with him that said that his um, – God, what was the phrasing on it? When they started running their 40s, um, so his baseline, his baseline 40 um, was in the 4-2s. Um, but they didn't give a number. It was just their ba- his baseline forty was yeah, in the We need to keep that in mind for whenever these props yeah. start coming out, right? And, and this is just a key. Also, uh, the last year the the props for the NFL Combine came out on Monday of Combine Week at about two p.m. Eastern time. So that was at Prize Pick. So I'm I'm assuming they're going to be around that time. So Sunday night, Monday morning, um, Monday sometime we'll be in Indianapolis and. We'll probably tweet out. We'll probably tweet out a couple of our favorite ones. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh gosh, that was great. That, that that's been so great these last couple of years too. That's been a real. This has been a real boom for the old wallet. Um. So if you just take those guys out that the sports books had, the Georgia wide receiver Tyler Harrell from Miami, who's not going to be there. It looks like it looks like the books are now going to have Xavier Leggett versus Xavier Worthy for the two fastest guys even though if they had them going versus Harold they had him at minus 250 and Leggett and Worthy at plus 2000 um I think that they see both those guys as being four three-ish dudes and just with Leggett I think he's an interest he's an interesting conversation to be had too with the what do you, what do you think about Xavier Leggett coming into this week like what can he prove to you after having a disappointing showing to start at the senior bowl got a little bit better through the week I mean he's one of these guys that we can at least say better through the week at least. And that means something. Um, but dude, he's like six, what is he? Six, two, 220 something pounds. If he comes and runs a four, three, I mean, people are going to, you know, the, the analytics crowd's going to, going to freak out over it. You know, he, he gets that thing verified. I mean, I kind of freak. That's a big dude moving very, very, very fast. The only concern is the late breakout. The fact that he didn't do anything for his first, he didn't do anything until his final season. You know, I just one six one zero six one zero. And what's his weight? Two twenty three or something? Two twenty three. Yeah, two twenty three. So it's like, I don't know, man. I I think that it's still that's a big BMI dude moving really. If you AJ Brown, if you were standing in front of him and he was wearing his pads and he was running that speed and you weren't wearing pads, he would probably kill you. It's like that's that's a a lot of force. So I'll be interested. Like, what can he can he do anything? for you to help you move him up or at least get him in a, in a different tier as far as your rankings. Yeah, he can bump up. Um, again, I mean that it, the conversation was the, the DK Metcalf conversation and the speeds there for the DK Metcalf conversation, but the size is more AJ Brown and AJ Brown, I think ran a four, four, six, if, I'm, if my recollection's right. So if, if Leggett runs four, three, nine, four, four, oh, four, four, one, that'll tell us he's healthy. I, I um, think this is question. Are, I think the books are telling us this can be faster than that. I don't. I'm not buying that. I, if I again, if I see it, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll say, do the conversation. What if he does? What if he what if, if he, he does? Four, what if he wants a four three two, dude? But listen, four three nine at two hundred and and twenty five pounds and six foot one is ungodly. So if he I does know. run a four three three, a four three four, like yeah, there's a big conversation to be had right there. And if he can put it on the field, if if he can go out there and he can run routes and he can finish. You know, somewhere in the 60th percentile, 60th percentile of of, of uh, you know ranking, uh, which is top 15 on the grades, and he doesn't make bad drops. And you know, it, it's harder now because we 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 saw him not separate the senior bowl, so we, we can't really compare like what's he look like now versus then in that context of of separation against DBs. But what we can do is we can just critique his, um, you know, his fluidity and things of that nature while he's on the field and. 
the three cone, I think will be important for a guy like that. Um, and it's just movement skills and things of that nature. And we'll also ask him those questions about what happened at the senior bowl. And maybe not, maybe not what happened at the senior bowl, but more so, you know, <laughs> like, you how's your health been? <laughs> how's your health been over the course of the last year? And you know, what, what, what do you allude to your success? So things of that nature, like you can, you can kind of poke and prod and figure out uh, kind of how he feels about his process as well. Yeah. But I, if I, I just, I find it, I find it very, very interesting that he has the same odds to be the fastest man at the whole combine yeah. as Xavier Worthy. Can, can I ask you this quick? Can I, just, can I just ask you a straight up question? Last year we had this conversation about Jalen Hyatt. Okay, and wow. Jalen Hyatt ran a ten a ten four six hundred going into going out of high school. I understand uh, Worthy ran ten five five as a sophomore. Didn't run it as he went into to Texas. The rumors and thoughts are that he probably runs in the ten fours, and. He's kind of to me a, a long strider and more of a length a length runner, more of a more of a, like a, the hundred meter, more of like the sixty maybe sixty yards. I'm not, and again, this is a straight up question. You've seen more forty yard dashes live than I have. Do you think potentially there's a potential for Worthy to maybe disappoint in the forty yard conversation? Yeah, I, mean, I understand I he's, he's fast, but I think maybe he's a little better in the little bit longer stuff. So maybe he, well, he's going to be, I mean, he really doesn't pick up 20 to 40. Like, well, like, that's what I'm saying. Like he's going to have a, like nobody cares about the flying 20, but like he'll have the yeah. highest flying, flying 20 of any, but so the, yeah. the, the flying 20 is your last 20 yards. Right. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm saying. I, I think, but I think he's, I think he's got good zero to 60 speed too, man. There, I mean, there, there, there are plays where you can see his acceleration, certainly on the bubble screens and stuff like that. There's ability to just scamper up the side. I mean, he, he goes into warp speed really fast, man. So, um, I, I could he just, I, I, for, for a dude who's going to disappoint if he's higher than four, four, I mean, yeah, it's just like, yeah, there's obviously, there's obviously a way that he could disappoint for sure. But, um, I do. I do think he'll be a little bit faster than that. I think he's going to. I think Worthy's going to need to go nuclear with something sub four three to be able to get to where. All right, people are in their in their dynasty rookie drafts, and after Marvin Harrison and Malik Neighbors and Romo Dunze come off the board, to where you start thinking about, man, should I be taking Worthy over Troy Troy Franklin, or should I be taking him over? You know. Um, you know, I, I think some people are going to have Lad McConkey and Brian Thomas and those guys up there. I know that you that you don't, but some yep. people really love Brian Thomas. I think that that's what it's going to take to because I, I think that what's going to happen is if the if it's sub four three for Xavier Worthy from Texas, that's going to lead to people people anticipating first round draft capital. I would say that makes sense. Um, I will say you you talked about kind of mock landing spots slash ADP. I've been doing these mock shows over on X. You can go check those out. Those are X exclusive, but I also did one uh, at Fantasy Pro. So I have a little bit of ADP data as far as that goes for Superflex. And Worthy's spot has been 111, 110, 204, 201, and then 112. Um, and, and like you mentioned, he's kind of right in between there of Brian Thomas, Adnai, and uh, Lad McConkey actually 202, 205. So he's kind of in the same ballpark right there um, as far as some of those other wide receivers. Adonai Mitchell's got a couple of 110s. He's gotten up into round one as well in these rookie drafts. You can go check those out over on the Roster Watch Twitter, though. As far as one more wide receiver, and we're going to have tons more of this stuff, but and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about a few running backs and quarterbacks here. There's one more wide receiver just quickly is Jacob Cowing from Arizona. He was yep. car- He was carted off the field on the – Third, on the last practice sadly the last practice 
uh, there in, in Mobile. I wouldn't say that he was having a really dominant week or anything like that, but we got to talk to him and stuff. Really, really nice guy. Loved a lot of the aspects of what he was able to put on film and um, and, and getting to watch him more. He's a you know, he's a, he's a good, he's, we talked about tank Dell earlier. He's has a play style that reminds you a little bit of a tank Dell. Uh, we, we need to find out what, what's going on with that because clearly if it's something where he's, you know, he tore something or did something weird, there's just been zero reporting. I, I, I literally, yeah. I'm such a, I'm such a degenerate that I check Twitter every day for this, you know, Jacob Cowing's names to <laughs> see if I can get the information. So we're just gonna have to wait till the combine to get the information about Cowing because he was somebody that I was loving uh, the opportunity to, to possibly get, um, or the anticipation of possibly getting in some of my dynasty leagues that draft after the combine, maybe being able to get him in the third round of rookie drafts. Um, so that's information that we're gonna have to get for you, for you guys too. Cody, is there anything at running back specifically that you're, uh, super interested in? So I just did the write up on Jalen Wright, and that video is going to come out this afternoon uh, on the yeah, roster watch. He's uh, from Tennessee and he, YouTube account. He, yeah, he's, I'll, I'll, he I'll go through the quick. Did he opt out? Yeah, he, got, he got hurt. He got oh, hurt. Okay. He got hurt. He, so he's from Tennessee. He's about 5'11", 205, and this is his first full year playing running back at Tennessee or being the starter. Um, played with Jabari Small, who's also in the draft class, and went to the Shrine Bowl. But Jalen Wright was supposed to go to the Senior Bowl. And the write-up on him, I there's some people that have him as RB1. Um, Matty Kewum kind of flagged, stamped his uh, you know flag or whatever the hell, put, that, put the flag in the ground on Jalen Wright as RB1. I'm not there. Matty this guy's got his RB1. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not all the way there, and I've you know I've I've told him that, but that's I mean this is part of the combine process is is he's going to see what this, the testing looks like. I think he's a little bit of a one trick pony, and this one trick happens to be something that's going to be you know seen on national television next Friday night. Uh, there's rumors that he's going to run four three five. So if it's running back. 5'11", 205, good build, runs 4.35. It's going to be into the conversation in a class that doesn't have a guarantee, you know, a, 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 a Saquon, a Bijan. There's no pure number one. So there's going to be people coming out of the woodworks as soon as this kid runs anything south of 4.40. Yeah, and Maddie's just trying to get out in front of it and say that he was on it first. <laughs> to, me, to, me, to, to me, it's going to be hard to get anybody over over Jonathan Brooks, and that's just not the Texas stuff yeah. coming out from. Like he he would have won the Doak Walker Award had he had he yep. stayed healthy. I think that one of the things that we'll ask him about is just how you know what now he's like. So he got hurt at the beginning of November. So November, December to January to early February. To, like we're coming five months. So like he should be walking around, right? He'll probably have a brace on, but he shouldn't be on crutches and stuff he, anymore. Yeah. He should be, you know there. what I mean? So um, we'll, we'll kind of see how he's looking, how he's, how he's moving. And I mentioned it before we mentioned it before on here, but Jay Brooks, man, what was it? We heard that the Dallas, it was the Dallas Cowboys surgeon that, that did that thing. Dallas yep. has a pick right there at the end of the second round, man. So I'm, I'm just saying that I'm not saying, I'm just saying they're only the only running back on contract for those guys is, is, is Deuce Vaughn coming into next year. So um, I'm interested as far as the running backs to see what, uh, see what um brooks has to say about his injury and also just see kind of where he is hopefully he's not not on crutches or rolling around on one of those um what's that thing they roll up on where they kind of yeah they put their like leg up on it with their knee down and stuff and they kind of it's like a roller thing the Uh, the classic achilles uh achilles scooter yeah that yeah (laughs) you're down it's it's just the down bad scooter right um (laughs) what else anything else at running back quarterback anything before we get out of here I think last one is just my guy that's I have at running back one right now going into the combine is Braylon Allen. Um, this guy 
supposed to be 235, 245 body weight. Um, last year he was, this is on Feldman's freaks list. They had him at a one, four, nine, 10 yard split at 245 pounds. He had a 406 pound power clean. And this is, you know, he just turned 20 years old. So this is a, a guy that should test very well. Um, and that's going to be built into the process. If he comes in and runs some cockamamie four, six, I'm going to be a little, little, little upset. Um, uh, because that's at times his open field running looks like a four six, but he also has the ability to house a ball from 96 yards out. So um, I want to see Braylon Allen come in, maybe weigh 233, 234, 235, and run like a four 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 six somewhere in there. Um, and that would keep him as my RB1. I I mean, he he won't be my RB1. I, I saw your write-up. I know that you had him compared to Todd Gurley. I just I just I, I was just like, dude, this guy. <laughs> I had to add in some other comps. I was like, Todd Gurley, also Eddie Lacy, also Jeremy Hill. You know, it's like, like I think that there's a wide range of outcomes for where that guy could be. But you've heard he's going to run. Have you heard what he's thinking he's going to run? Like, he, I don't think he he's going to run. People, people say he's going to run low four fours. I don't think he's going to run low four fours. I think he's going to run four four four. I think my con, I think my uh, projection was four five zero. Yeah, so I'd be happy even, with dude, even, even if he runs a four five five, it'll be fine. It's like he, yeah. he's a he's a his he's speed a big, score is going to be ninety fifth percentile if he runs a four five zero. Yeah, and then and then you go you go ahead and size adjust that, and woo, next thing you know, man, now you're cooking with peanut oil. <laughs>